0: Real Talk Christian podcast where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. This is Mark Hyde and Chris Fuller. And on today's episode of Real Talk Christian, we are asking the question, where did Jesus go when he died? Did he go to the abyss? Did he go to hell? Did he go to heaven? <sighs> Fuller, I'm ready for a good conversation. You're ready for a good conversation today. Let's go. Let's go.
1: I was so ready to pick up the (laughs) intro for you. I was like, does he remember he's got to do the intro? Oh, he's got to pause. Okay, I was like, what?
0: Did did, did you actually, like, did did sounds come out of your mouth? I thought I heard a pop on my head. I'm like, was that me? Was that that you?
1: That was, we said it at the same time. We went, what? And you went, welcome to the real. I was like, oh, man. I was wondering.
0: I'm like, did I have a weird stutter? That was really weird. I had a weird sigh. Now, I mean, people don't know. Did you have a sigh like a, (sighs) or like a, (sighs) uh, more like a, my brain's not working uh, sigh. yeah. More coffee. It's it is what it is, man. Oh, we you didn't know, bring the coffee back We did. It. Oh, I, it's in my backpack. Okay, I'll snag it in a second. All but right. people don't realize this. But this is our first time recording in our studio since early December, mid December, uh, a week before Thanksgiving. A week. Yeah. So we November. have not recorded since the end of Thanksgiving. Well, since before things, well, yeah, yeah, end of November. I meant end yeah. of November. Yeah, right. So it's been a little bit for us to get back up onto the podcast and about, Horace and try to get this months, out.
1: Yeah, or a month and a half, month and a half.
0: So what has been going about on in the Fuller household oh, then, man? man?
1: Just the holidays and this and that and you know things. Did you have what, what's what's that food? Um, the what, the ch- chicken crack? No, I didn't have the chicken. Geneal. I'm on a diet, so you know you know how that goes. I'm on the seafood diet. See it, you eat it. Yes, sir. Oh, uh-huh. I forgot. Did you, you got to grab the uh the old M and too? Oh, that's right.
0: Beth got us something. Okay, okay. Uh, you you yeah, talk right. with the people. I'm gonna be right back. So
1: yeah, this uh this conversation today is going to be a fun one. I don't know why I'm talking about the conversation that we're gonna have today when this is the ban- banter section of the podcast. Oh, I know what I'm gonna talk about. So you know how we all like to read reviews from you guys, our listeners and our viewers, and uh, we read the good. And we read the bad. And so uh, this one came in a little over a week ago, but we don't have many bad ones. So I like to read the bad ones so you guys can tell us your thoughts on them. Um, and and maybe we are a little overboard sometimes with our banter, but uh, here's what it says. I'm okay? back, baby.
0: We are never overboard. I heard this, you talking. This, uh, this came in
1: seven days ago, so... Uh, yeah, whenever it was right before uh, the end the of the year, on the YouTube, yeah, we never read much out of the YouTube, out we of the really YouTube, you
0: guys interact really well on YouTube. That's just baller. We
1: have almost uh, 600 subscribers on YouTube, dang, yeah, so we're getting up there. All right, this one is from Cheers. JBD. JBD, it looks like some anime picture, doesn't that look like an anime picture? There?
0: 100%. That's anime, so and w- which episode is this about? Did you say which episode it's about so, it yet?
1: No, I haven't. So, this episode was Satan and his demons, this was our Halloween episode, so um. Yeah, you know, and, and I don't want to. I'm not reading this comment because I don't want people picking on this person or anything like that. Um, Be kind. We we all have our own little flavor, and Mark and I do things a little different than most people, and that's well, that's fine. We're not upset. Uh, we wish this brother the best and hope that he can find something that he wants. But uh, <laughs> okay, so this uh, and I quote: this is the this is the comment, bro, 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 bro. Did he really refer to Satan as homeboy? Probably. Also, speaking of the Book of Jude, saying there's a lot of weird crap in Jude. Weird crap, bro, 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 bro. No thanks.
0: Yeah, that's probably on me, isn't it, folks? <sighs> no, that's not, I do that too. we crap in Jude. Like, that's exactly uh, I, like something I, think, I would say. I think the
1: weird crap and the and the homeboy Satan. Like you, I think you said something like, uh, "Oh, no way, homeboy," or something like that. Something, it wasn't, it it wasn't was even straight referring up sarcasm. It man. wasn't referring to like Satan as your homeboy, right? It, not of like your friend, but. Mm. It was just kind of saying like, yo, that but, uh, you know, we get it, right? We're, we're not for everybody and we're okay with that. Uh, we're doing the ministry that we believe that God has for us and we're continue to press forward with that in the best way we can keeping God at the forefront. And yeah, sometimes Mark and Chris get in the way when we're talking, cause we're just like, that. this is fun for us, right? This is our, this is our time together where we get to talk and study. And, and, and I don't think these people realize this
0: with, with just our lives with our kids and work and everything. This is our bro time. This is, this is our bro, 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 homeboy is, time.
1: <laughs> this is where we hang out. <laughs> and again, this podcast started out of these types of conversations, which we said that we haven't yep. changed our lingo. This isn't scripted. I know we had another comment that said they like the podcast. This is another YouTuber said they like the podcast all except for the radio voice. Which, and I it's mean, like, come on now. We're not. Well, I just want to say we're not. We're not trying to perform here, right? And that's why I bring this this comment. In. We're not trying to perform. This is just conversation between Mark and I, and this is kind of how we talk with each other. It's not nothing out of the norm for us, and if you don't like it, that's, um, that's fine. I wish you would stay because I believe that God has um, taught us a lot of good content that we're sharing with you guys and we get to share with each other, um, and I think it's very beneficial um, for people, so... I know we might have an episode you may not like. I encourage those who are listening now to this episode that maybe listen to another episode if you don't like this one and just you know give it another shot at a different time. But uh, that's well, just, we've also made a lot of friends from this podcast, too. We, we got so friends up
0: friends. in Canada. We, we got friends in New Zealand. We got friends we in gotta talk South Africa.
1: About, we got to talk about the friend, though, that
0: sent us his coffee. That's true. No, this isn't the stuff that Jim sent us because Jim sent us some new Kona Jim, Jim all sent
1: the Jim, Kona I want to meet you,
0: bro. And I want to meet you, Jim. I haven't Fly ha- me to Hawaii.
1: I haven't Please. had time to... To, be awesome to <laughs> roast this coffee yet yeah, because it's been the holidays. Been We've been busy. But the holidays. This one, uh, I searched and searched and searched of who it was from for all of our. Well, here's the problem, right? So I think there's a. Miscon- we have so many channels. There's a there's a misconception that I think people have. <gasps> Unless about, someone
0: did, send, did someone send this to my personal profile? I don't know. And I get no. I would have given them your address.
1: So I don't know. There's a lot of misconceptions, though, right? I think there's a lot of people just based on comments and emails we get. Um, I think people think that we have like a whole media staff and like, you know, everybody that does all the things. No, it's it's Mark and I. Um, and sometimes we forget to comment back. Sometimes <laughs> we see an email and then we forget yeah. to respond to it because we're busy at the time or a text. And, and that's why the Facebook group is great. Be patient with us. Yeah, you're good at the face. I, I suck at social media, but um, be patient with us. Uh, but this this uh friend of ours and i say a friend because i'm we don't sorry know who you are, i don't bro. remember who sent us
0: this but uh read out what it is so so this is spence coffee from are you ready? Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. from Warman, Saskatchewan. Sweet. So this is this is some canadian coffee. So so, so whoever sent us this it's it's called work truck blend. We do not we cannot find we where we had the correspondence you with you. We know we
1: had correspondence with you, but we yeah. can't find where that's at. So please reach back out to us in whatever form you read, did before and let us know who you are so mm-hmm. we can give you our, our personal thanks. But we thank you now because that's what is fueling our conversation for the next couple of weeks. But you can smell this, it. This, it smells so good. It's this
0: coffee right here. Whenever I think of the, you, you can smell it. I think of Gabriel Iglesias where he's holding donuts in his lap and the cop comes up and goes, do I pulled you over? And he goes, because you can smell it. The Krispy Kreme. <laughs> But you can smell the coffee. So, yeah. the, so no, this coffee good. is from Saskatchewan, and which I love the fact that it is a local coffee shop, micro roastery. Like it is all the all the things that we love. Oh, yeah. about coffee. And I looked at the beans when I first pulled it out. Yeah, these are some perfect. dang good roasted beans that's too. A, that's how I like to roast them right there. Right. So, so when you have roast like this, where it has some white in the middle, but then there's a. It's co- just a tiny line. Is this considered? It's a, me, it's a like well, me, right there. Is that a first crack? It's a me, yeah. I that's mean, called first yeah, crack. There's right? definitely
1: first crack. Well, let's see here. This what's is what's that one. This one's a little darker. This one's getting close to second.
0: Second crack, but those are all but first crack.
1: This uh, this one right here, this is a short. This is probably about thirty seconds, forty five seconds after first
0: crack. But this is some good quality roast. Yeah. But it's a it's a it's a seasonal roast, which I don't know if it means like holiday. It's a, I don't know, but it's delicious. It's called work truck. Work truck. So thank you so much for
1: fueling this episode and the next episode at least, and possibly the third. We'll see how much we'll see how much
0: coffee is. and how much anxiety we want to have. Yeah.
1: Anyways, <laughs> thank you. Did you grab the M and M's as well? I did. So, okay, so you, you give the story about yeah. this one.
0: So, whenever our wives go to the store, they always find us these weird things that we should try in the podcast. Like, uh, Janiel got us that um, the Coca-Cola coffee that one time. <laughs> <laughs> that crap was nasty. Was Did you know Beth almost bought that for us again?
1: Oh, I wouldn't have drank she it. She was like, like, hey, no. have you
0: guys tried this on the podcast? I'm like, well, apparently my wife doesn't listen. So, because we hate this. Wow. That's a, that's a lie. She just must have missed that one. Um, but, so, we found random things on the show that we brought on the show. We tried. We've done different coffee blends and whatever. But this is... M&M has recently kicked out an espresso. All right. Hammy, I'm going to give you a red too. and a white. I'm going to take a red right, and a white. All right. But this is literally espresso M&M's, and we were looking. These are not espresso beans. <laughs> yeah, read what it says on the back. I want to lift it up while I spell Oh, this is really good. they really good. Um, it contains bioengineered food ingredients.
1: Mmm, chemicals.
0: <laughs> so um, my friends over at Just Ingredients, if you follow that Instagram account, you probably know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, she would not like this. No. I can't remember what her name was. So, if you're a crunchy mom, I apologize, like, not, but it tastes amazing. It tastes like a, li- like a lot of chocolate yep. with like
1: just a tiny hint of, of coffee in if there. You, if, if you
0: ever had an M&M that was like a jumbo size, and you're like, this is what it should taste like, t- this is exactly t- what it, it taste like. It tastes like
1: an over chocolatey espresso bean. from
0: th- Yeah. I'm going to eat the whole thing on your show.
1: Wow. that's that And you guys be, are listening to listen to me, too. Yeah. They're going to be like, okay, and we're turning this one up. Anyways. So, thank you, Beth, for that. It was delicious. Um, Thank you, listener, for the coffee. I feel, so bad. Us, I feel, feel so, so bad, man. We feel so bad, man. We were looking. Oh man, it was crazy. I, I looked for like two straight weeks trying to find where that correspondence was at, and I couldn't find from one of it.
0: our Canadian friends. That's all we know. Yeah.
1: So uh, today's review. Before we jump into the conversation, um, this review was from August sixteenth. That's how far behind of twenty twenty two. That's how far behind we are. Which right can now. I say? Every which, review and you.
0: rating we get grows the show. We which are is up
1: to amazing. Uh, I think we were up to one hundred and forty seven reviews on on Apple Podcasts. Podcast. one step closer to 1000
0: so we got a long way to go 147 i don't know It's loading can you not see reviews on the ipad i don't know uh 147 147 Boom. so
1: uh, uh you know let's uh let's let's make a goal this year let's make oh, a goal right here right now let's make a goal to hit resolution? 500 500 reviews so that we, we rely. but we rely on you you That's know a lot. if you watch the, crap if you watch the chosen they got the Chosen Army. Well, we got the RTC Army. And that's mm. you guys that are listening and watching It'd right be prettier. now. And what we need from you guys is to give our content to your friends, your family, and anybody else who will listen. And then, if they like us, encourage them to leave a review. Ooh. And remember, with the review, with the review, we do this little thing called a mini swag bag. Yes, sir. And we still send out the mini swag bags. Yep. Uh, I think we sent out... Man, we were busy, like, right before Christmas. We sent, like, six? We sent, like, six or seven s- swag bags. We sent, like, five Bibles out, five or six Bibles out. It was great. Like, it was awesome. So, uh, again, uh, if you leave a review, reach out to us. Let us know who you are and uh, the address you want your mini swag bag sent to. We'll send that out. Also, if you need a Bible, we still have Bibles. We have lots of Bibles. Um, again, this is if, if you need a Bible, right, or if you, like,
0: Or if you have a friend that needs a Bible, I'm down with that.
1: Yeah, I'm. We had had a a guy who needed a Bible, and his his neighbor needed a Bible. And so he's like, can you send one to my neighbor, too? And I'm like, give me his name and address. It was great. So, uh, yeah, if you know anybody that needs a Bible or anything like that, get us their name and address. We'll send it out. No cost to you. This is just uh, our way of spreading the It's a little ministry we can do, you know? Anyways, this is awesome. This uh, review was uh, from Ethan, the videographer.
0: Ooh.
1: And it says, five stars, Jesus, coffee, and a good time. Yes, sir. I'm super jazzed that I found RTC because uh, I I think it's a it says AI, but I'm guessing it meant I. Because I drive a lot. Because I drive a lot for work. I've been listening for a few months now and have almost listened to every episode. I introduced my wife to the podcast, and when we listen together, we constantly stop the show and talk about our point of view. We have yet to finish an entire episode while listening together. Laugh out loud. <laughs> uh, as a lover of Jesus, coffee, and meaningful conversations, I have found my new favorite podcast. Thank you guys for making my long drive drives bearable. Keep on going. Ethan, Heidi, and Annie, the Texas mutt.
0: The Texas mutt. What's a Texas
1: mutt? I'm guessing Annie is a dog, well, and that's I the hope Texas so. mutt. Well, I hope it's not a kid. But Calling <laughs> your kid the Texas mutt? <laughs> well, <mud>. well <laughs> The okay. Texas mutt. All right, but uh, you know what? Thank you, Ethan, Heidi, and Annie. But reach out to
0: us, guys, so we can send you guys a mini swag bag. Definitely. Um, Do do we have uh, dog collars? For RTC extended pre-don't, no, no.
1: but that would be cool. We
0: have buttons and pins. You can put on dog collar, I we guess. We have buttons
1: and pins. <laughs> yeah. You can
0: just go boop and then yeah. bend the thing back. and Just like that, you get an RTC-sponsored dog. Boom. So, but Andy, yeah. so but thank you for all those reviews. It helps Appreciate us grow the show. I just looked on Spotify, and we are at 600? 696. Yeah. Ooh, about to cross 700. Crossing the 700 mark. Sweet. And it seems like every day the Facebook group is growing, so keep engaging over there. Um, I need to make some rules yeah, for the Facebook group in terms of if you're going to be in the group, don't make the Facebook group suck. In other wow. words, uh, like comment, like Marlene's well, been but doing here's, fantastic. Here's my thing, right? There's a lot of we, watchers. We we I know. We,
1: we, we, I know. we we like to post a lot of like fun things here and there, but that's yep. not really what the group should be about, right? The group should be about engaging with each other and having these spiritual conversations. We we talk about it, keeping the conversation going, right? So, uh, I'm going to put oh, another. God, I'm going to put another challenge out to two our, challenges to our Facebook group. Beep,
0: beep.
1: I want you to to comment in the Facebook group. Okay, what? is your take on this episode.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to do something weird like what's your favorite flavor of pickle.
1: No, no, I want no, because I want meaningful conversation. That's the That's whole true. reason why we did it. That we continue this conversation, right? To continue the conversation of why did Jesus go to the grave? But before you can do that, I really think that uh maybe we should lay some groundwork for that conversation in the I Facebook like group.
0: Nice transition. So, <laughs> nice segue, my guy. Ah, <laughs> New Year. New year, new you.
1: New, you do you, boo-boo.
0: All right, so... Well, that's that's going to be a YouTuber, Mark. <laughs> that, my bad. So, anywho, so today's conversation with the idea of where did Jesus go when he died? You know, yeah. this thought kind of came up and, you know, all love to my church, all love to my worship pastor, all love to, to whoever, you know, does what they go and do. But last week time of recording we sing a song called um ain't no grave by bethel worship ain't no grave gonna hold my body down i know people have opinions on bethel worship i do too yes. but but you know we sang the song and you know the song has a powerful drive to it it's got a powerful message of the fact of because jesus rose again ain't no grave gonna hold my body down it's like a it's a modern spin-off of that johnny cash that classic right. classic down, johnny down,
1: cash down in a no, no that's not the right song bro but
0: that's a good song too that's a good yeah. song too or I walked the line. Yeah. But anyway, so, so we're singing this song. And in, oh, I like <laughs> Josh Turner's version a little better. But but in the song Ain't No Grave, there's one specific verse. And in that verse, it says, oh, there was a battle, a war between death and life.
1: Okay. And, no, then, and, and
0: there on a tree, the Lamb of God was crucified. Yo, I'm vibing. All right, let's go. And then it says, he went on down to hell. And our church actually changes the lyrics. Because the original version says, he went on down to hell. He took back every key. He rose up as a lion and he set all the captives free. Our church, though, sings, he went on down to hell and declared the victory. He rose up as a line and set all the captives free. And I'm sitting there listening to the song, and I'm looking around. And, you know, you know, we vibing. We having a good time. Vi- vibing. I'm going to get in trouble for using that word for worship. I know, but it, it is what it is. They were worshiping me intently with their hearts. That's true. And uh, yeah. and this is a song that a lot of people in my church love. And I am and I I know I'm a stickler for theology, and I'm a stickler on little tiny words. I'm a stickler but on all these little they're things. Important. But words matter. They're important. And I'm sitting there listening, especially with my kids that are sitting with me during the song. And I'm like, okay, so... If this is what we're singing, do people really believe that Jesus went to hell when he died? Mm. Or do we need to have that conversation a little bit? It asks the question of what does that mean that he went to hell when he died, if he did or if he didn't. And we talked about the Apostles' Creed before. So if you're, you know, at all familiar with the show, we know that we kind of changed the words the Apostle Creed. But, you know, even the Apostles' Creed, which is the earliest document that we have right. of some sort of orthodoxy between between all the believers. And um the um the Apostles' Creed. I do want to say. I think the earliest records we have of the Apostles' Creed goes back to the first or second century. I think is is what it is. But they actually changed the words as it goes along. And it wasn't until, man, I got like the coffee burps. This that's is all right. Gross. That's all right. Um, but but with the Apostles' Creed, I think it wasn't until 83. Uh, 300 or somewhere in there where they changed the word and went went down to hell. And so I want to read the Apostles' Creed really quick because it's something that I love. I love the Apostles' Creed. We had a whole episode on why why we should do the creeds. And because it was the baseline orthodoxy. Now, I do want to say when you look at the Nicene Creed and some of these other creeds that the early church councils and fathers put together, it does not say anything about Jesus going down to hell. Right. It just said the fact that Jesus died Jesus rose again. Like that's, that's the Orthodox. So, but in the apostles creed though, it starts with, I believe in God, the father almighty creator of heaven and earth. And I believe in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy spirit, born of the Virgin Mary suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended to hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. And then it continues on and says, I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, which isn't Roman Catholic, just the universal church, the the the, the, the saints. Yep. Um, I believe in the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of the saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Amen. And this is stuff that, I mean, you and I were like, yeah, this is, this is Orthodox Christianity. Like this sure. is what the apostles taught. Hence the apostles creed. This is what Jesus taught his followers. This is what we read throughout all the scripture. And this is what our basic pillars of the Christian faith are. So we're done. But oh. that one little line <laughs> oh, we're <not> of, done. <laughs> of Jesus, you know, he suffered under Pontius Pilate, he was crucified, died, and buried, he descended to hell. Yeah. And instantly kind of has this, this, you know, guttural reaction that people might have of, of different types of of responses with the fact of like, oh, okay, so I don't know if I like the idea of him going out of hell. Then there's also like how I actually grew up thinking that that Satan or not Satan that that when Jesus died, he went down to hell, had a big old fight with Satan, he got the keys and locked the
1: doors. You were, and you were listening bam. to uh, Carmen's the champion, weren't you?
0: That's what my Sunday school <laughs> teacher taught me. Like my Sunday school teacher taught me that's how it actually went down, and that's how a lot of modern Christians I think sure. actually believe that he yeah. went down to hell, whipped Satan, whipped, whipped Boys, but jesus went then, down
1: to hell he had a score to say or, or a, what that? i was trying to do that the devil went down to georgia yeah but i was trying to spin it off but it didn't
0: work Yeah, good Sorry. try anyways and so but i know like carrie Job with her one song um jesus take the wheel no that's carrie underwood oh, uh, carrie Job. Um, it's one of her older songs uh, i don't know if it was forever or if it was a different one forever wasn't her song um a revelation song yeah she sang forever i she might, sang might even say it but time. it wasn't her she but, but she's it. the one saying but, but, but yeah. I, I think it was um oh, what song did I just say? Revelation song. She was talking in there and I watched, and I watched her. I listened to her do it live. And it was talking about, this just reminds me of when Satan or when, when Jesus died and he went down to hell and he beat Satan. He got the keys to eternal life. And now because of it, I'm like, is that what happened? Is that what the Bible actually says? Mm-hmm. And so as I'm sitting there listening to that song during worship and just thinking about all these different people that are around me, to know, okay, is that actually Orthodox Christianity? To mm-hmm. know that did Jesus actually go down to hell? Where did he go? What did he do in those three days? That's mm-hmm. a big question, you know. Mm-hmm. Even my my oldest daughter Ava goes. Uh, so what did Jesus do for those three days? Like he was dead, but what happened Mm. and so today's episode i figured we just go to the bible and look at the facts of what actually happened during those three days according to the biblical text and then what do we do with the biblical text in response to that sure so uh so the question today is where did jesus go when he died did he go down to hell well here's what we know okay here's some facts facts jesus died yep fact like that's a fact flat out fact it's a fact so jesus actually he
1: wasn't put you know the conspiracy theorists, he wasn't put in the grave still alive and just or, passed or, um, out or Jehovah witness it say it that
0: or, ju- like Judas took his place yeah, in the grave swa- reversal they, or yeah, whatever. They did the swap and yeah no, no swap. Jesus was dead. He died. The Messiah actually died. Jesus Christ of
1: Nazareth, the son of the living God. Died. He died. All right. Fact. That's a fact. fact. Another Number fact one. that
0: we read is when Jesus was on the cross, when he was talking to the thief, the thief said, Hey, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Because again, the whole idea with the Messiah was the fact that when the Messiah came, God's kingdom would be on earth. So he said, as you enter your kingdom, don't forget me, please. Right. Like, I believe you're the Messiah. Then the other thief was mocking him. Like, yeah, you, you idiot. Like he's dying with us. And what did Jesus say to that thief? Well, in Luke 22, 39 through 43, 23 it's up 23. 39 through 43. There's a lot of numbers in there, and you know how I do with numbers. (laughs) Uh, Then one of the criminals hanging there began to yell insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other said, rebuking him, don't you even fear God since you are undergoing the same punishment? We are punished justly because we're getting back what we deserve for the things that we did, which is kind of wild for someone to say when they're just chilling on a cross. Chilling, being facetious there. Um, It says, this man has done nothing wrong. And then he turned to Jesus and said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said... Truly, I tell you, today, you will be with me mm. in paradise. Mm. Which then instantly makes you go to the question, okay, so if we believe that Jesus went to hell, but then sure. also paradise, how on earth are we supposed mm. to handle that? Yeah. And that's kind of a thing we have to figure out. Um, well, so do we? We're, we're going to find out <laughs> today. So 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 here's another, another fact, okay? Sure. So the definition of hell, the English word hell, actually has many different meanings in the Latin and in the Greek, and there's many different words that have been used to describe the place of the dead. Sure. Hell being one of those. So in the Greek and the Latin, there were many different words from hell. And I'm going to read an article from our friends at gotquestions.org um, because I don't want to mess it up right. and just say, yeah, hey, yeah, this yeah, is I what it you. is. So I'm just going to read it because it's words it better and honestly, more succinctly and concisely than what, what I would try to say. So this doesn't beat around so, the bush. So just bear with us. Basically, but it's faster. <laughs> trust yes. me. All right. So um, this article comes straight from them. It says there's different terms used in the Bible for heaven and hell. Shoal, Hades, Gehenna, the lake of fire, paradise, and Abraham's butum, but, butum, bosom. bosom are the subject <laughs> of much debate and be confusing. The word paradise is used as a synonym for heaven, which we see in 2 Corinthians 12 through, through 4 and Revelation two seven. When Jesus was dying on the cross and one of the thieves being crucified with him asked for him for mercy, Jesus said... Well, we just read, I tell you, today you'll be with me in paradise. Jesus knew that his death was imminent and that he would soon be in heaven with his father, mm. which we have to talk about that if that's actually truth or not. Um, therefore, Jesus used paradise as a synonym for heaven, and the word has become to be associated with any place of ideal loveliness and delight, paradise. Okay. Abraham's bosom referred is only referred to one time in the Bible, and that is in the story of Lazarus and the rich man in mm-hmm. Luke 16, 19 through 31. Abraham's bosom was used in the Talmud as a synonym for heaven, which I think is fascinating because I know you're a big Talmud guy, yep. which uh, Talmud, remind me, is that the... Um, it's rabbinical teachings. Yeah, yeah, that basically the commentary, right? Like, like right. the rabbinical that, commentary that and in the, the Old Mish- The
1: Mishnah and the Midrash.
0: Yes, okay, so which, does the Talmud have more authority than the other ones, though? I don't remember.
1: <laughs> they're, yeah, they're, they're broke up to some are, are used more, and there's different, like one is for like the... Um, Sadducees, One is like um, for the uh, what you call them Pharisees. Thank you. I couldn't think of that. Pharisees, Sadducees. All those th- th- <laughs> yeah. Th- then- yeah. So they're, yeah, they're kind of broke up different, and they're different sects of the rabbis. Oh, Sadducees. gotcha.
0: Yeah. Okay, but I think the big thing to take away from this is the fact of when someone talked about Abraham bosom mentioned in the Talmud, all of well, the okay. Jews who lived during Jesus' time knew about what he was right, talking
1: and about. so that's what you have to look at. You got to look at the the historical t- context in which that that parable was told, and it was told by Jesus, right? Two Jews two Jews who understood the Talmud. And the Talmud said, oh,
0: Abraham's bosom is heaven. So they they understood what that was. Right. So um, the image in the story is of Lazarus reclining at a table, leaning on Abraham's breast as John leaned on Jesus' feet in the Last Supper. Kind of a parallel story mm-hmm. at the heavenly banquet. The point of the story is that the wicked man will see the righteous in a happy state while they themselves are in torment. And that is a, quote-unquote, great gulf, that can never be spanned, exists between them. Uh, A great gulf that can never be spanned, exists between them. Abraham's bosom is obviously a place of peace, rest, and joy. In other words, paradise. In the Hebrew scriptures, the word used to describe the realm of the dead is shul. It simply means the place of the dead or the place of the departed souls or spirit. And the New Testament Greek equivalent to shoal is Hades, which is also a general reference to, quote-unquote, the place of the dead. Pause. This is one reason why I actually love the Holman translation, the, the original Christian standard version, and why I started using it was because it talked about, it we used the word Hades instead of hell. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people didn't like that, but I liked it because it was actually a more accurate translation. Mm-hmm. Um, so going back, so the Greek word Gehenna is used in the New Testament for Hell, which is derived of the Hebrew word Hinnom. Other scriptures in the New Testament indicate that Sheol and Hades is a temporary place where souls are kept as they wait for the final resurrection. The souls of the righteous at death go directly to the presence of God, the part of Sheol called heaven, paradise, or Abraham's bosom. The lake of fire, mentioned only in Revelation 19, 20 and 20 verses 10 through 15, is the final hell, the place of eternal punishment, which I'm still wrestling through that doctrine, to be honest with you. Um, So we'll just keep reading, though. For the unrepentant rebels, both angelic and human, it is described as a place of burning sulfur, and those in it experience eternal, unspeakable agony of an unrelenting nature. Those who have rejected Christ and are in uh, the temporary abode of the dead in Hades and Shoal have the lake of fire as their final destination
1: and i wanted to just say that i think you have this article in the show notes right uh the link for this one yes do you have this one because uh, there's a lot of passages to yeah very bottom, our, very bottom very them. okay so there's a lot of passages that back up everything he just read that they got from a lot of and scripture. in the show
0: notes we're gonna include a lot of other references and right. articles that sure. you can
1: read later and study those later too yeah so just, just in case you guys don't go to the show notes, sometimes there's some good information in there.
0: So so based on what we read right here, the question then is where did Jesus go? Because oh. there's it Jesus says the words to the um to the other thief on the cross he says, Today you will be with me in paradise. Mm-hmm. Does that mean he really went well, down to hell?
1: Well, so you also have yeah. I think it was Paul that taught to be absent from the body is to be what? Present but, with the Lord. Okay, so you have that teaching. So there was some sort of teaching correlation going on. I mean, Paul didn't just pull this out of thin air, right? Right. So, uh, so you have the, the, what he told the thief on the cross. You have that. But then you have a couple of problem texts, right? Or what right. we consider problem texts. And,
0: and, and before we get to the problem text, you know, I want to make sure we... we, we Settle this set, part of part of the conversation: the fact of Jesus actually died, which means he had to go somewhere for three days, because we believe that our bodies and our souls, our souls are eternal things. Sure. And so Jesus had to well, be somewhere for okay. three days.
1: So let's let's right? let's break that down. Okay, so okay. That there's a body and there's a spirit. Right. We believe the body was in the grave. Yes. The spirit went somewhere. Right. That's what we're talking about when we said we don't think that like he rose and went somewhere in the physical body. I just want to <laughs> clarify to that, shot. right? So the body was in the tomb. I love how we're getting Shiloh's I voice know. in the background. And then, and, oh yeah, he's oh, mad. Not, he's, not happy. <laughs> he's mad. Uh, and then his spirit went to... Blankety blank 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 right now because right. I don't want to give it away.
0: And so, so when we read the Apostles' Creed and looking at these other sure. different readings that we have, you know, could we make the assumption that when it says Jesus and He ascended into hell? Was it the fact of he didn't really descend into hell because we had a different word from the original Greek and Latin, which is for them. Well, he, so I guess for so me, I would have to, to the dead.
1: I would have to see it in whatever it's Greek context was, or it's Aramaic context or, you know, cause you got to look at what word did they use, mm-hmm. right? It, it, when we translate it into English, we said hell, but was it hell or was it Sheol or was it Hades? Cause that's not necessarily though. Sometimes it was attributed to hell. Sometimes it was attributed to a, like a waiting place, as well Hades was and so it, it really all depends on what that actual word was it, or maybe it was Latin
0: is it Latin um as a catechism says the word hell um from the Norse hell in Latin infernus infernum inferno in Greek Hades in Hebrew shoal so Sheol is used in scripture and the apostles creed to refer to the abode of the dead whether righteous or so, evil unless they are yes, admitted into so heaven.
1: it's it's using the word for sheol right and so it's not using the word for hell that we translated into english and the hebrew is saying sheol which is just a a place of waiting right for right. whether righteous or unrighteous so to me we're the apostles creed thinking of the same hell that we were we're thinking of
0: and is that just us putting our interpretation into what the original authors of the gospel right. were trying to communicate? Right, exactly. Kind of like with the Bible and other things too, where we have our own pre- preconceived lenses that we read the Bible through rather than trying to read what the authors were trying to communicate. Right, right? What, what? yeah, exactly. How, how? Yeah,
1: we try to interpret it and apply it to how we view it today rather than looking at how they meant it and how they wrote it.
0: So I guess here's my question. Why do we then have songs that talk about, like, you know, he went on down to hell and uh, he took back every key. Like, where does that idea well, even come se- from?
1: Well, why, why do we have a song where it's like, uh, we stomp out the devil, he's under my feet, he's under my feet. What song is that? That's a charismatic song. Why do we have those oh. songs?
0: We have songs like that. Is right? There's artistic liberty that I guess it could be used in how we understand well, it? Well,
1: is it artistic liberty or is it bad theology? Mm. Right? And that, I think that, that can. we have to be careful because sometimes there's just bad theology right? Like a reckless love of God. Okay. Well, the word reckless and God love of God, God's not reckless. So is that good theology? And this is where I think lyrics matter. And this is something that Brandon Soche back when we... Episodes the fir, ago. The, Episodes the first, what?
0: Five and six. Yeah, the very,
1: very beginning six, of, of our in, endeavor we here. We to get
0: homeboy back on the show too.
1: We will. He's coming back. Yeah. We just got to let him recuperate right now. But, you know, he said that this is why lyrics matter, right? Mm-hmm. So music, you know, he he listens to heavy metal, right? <laughs> yeah, he and, does. And the, and the music isn't such a big problem to him. I mean, there's a place and time for it. And he's even said that himself, but it's the lyrics behind it. Are they theologically sound? Right. And I think right now there's a, especially this day and age, um, I think a hill song. And there's a lot of times that they take artistic liberties that are not theologically sound. And now people start believing that because it is theology, the musicians, worship leaders, worship teams are teaching theology through song, mm-hmm. and so they have to be. That's why Brandon is very selective of the songs he chooses because it does teach a theology, right? So more than what a sermon could probably right communicate well, too. It's right because they get stuck in your head. There's melodies. That's the thing, right? It, they, you probably remember that that theology better than you would remember the sermon. Not that it, one is more important than the other, but because it. Typically, a lot of people, you know, they remember songs, they and that's it's just catchy for them. So
0: yeah, and we're not saying all modern songs are no, bad. No, no, and no. Go back not, to the good old hymns of no, old.
1: But well, I mean, I like the good hymns of old too. But there are some. I like good,
0: the hymns when they got guitars. But there's
1: there's still some good hymns of old that had be- bad theology in them too. So <laughs> I'm just saying that 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 is true. So it's both sides of the aisle. It's not one is greater than the other. It's it's the th- the fact that just because something's out there and we interpret it one way, is that really the way that the writers meant of that right. right it goes back to that same with music or whatever so why do we have these types of music songs and this it's
0: bad theology in my opinion that's just my opinion so so where we're at right now in this conversation is the fact that jesus died that's a fact no, sure. we're not talking about his resurrection is what, what was he nope. doing when he's right. dead so jesus died that's a fact right we also see that he told the thief on the cross you will be with me in paradise sure and when you reference paradise that going kind of goes back to the idea of abraham's bosom talking about that's paradise where it's still in the same I would say realm of the dead where people are, sure. you know, because obviously Lazarus could see the rich, the rich man could see Lazarus with Abraham. And he was like, you know, give me just a drop of water to quench my thirst or send me back. So that way I right. can go but, tell my brothers. but even that
1: was in a clear state, right? That was right. a clear state of the rich man was in a state of hell and torment. Yep. Hell as in like burning lake of fire type of thing. Cause there was torment going on wailing and gnashing of teeth. And then, Abraham or not Abraham Lazarus Lazarus was Abraham was in Abraham's bosom, which was considered paradise or a heaven type of, and I mean, that was a, well, we, I won't get into whether it was a parable or a true thing. We've talked about that in previous episodes of what our opinions are of it. But, um, so, I mean, there, there was a clear distinction of they died and
0: they went somewhere. Yep. One, one place or the other. So, all right, that's where we're at. So, so, so Jesus went somewhere. He descended to the realm of the dead. He was with the dead, but what was he doing down there? I sure. think that's a valid question, which then brings up. We have kind of like two before. Make sure we do justice to this conversation. We have two different passages that are we've yeah, termed as and uh, problem passages. To make sure that we, we talk pull, about these.
1: Pull up my Greek here so we can make sure we
0: get this man, all right. Man. It's early January and my head cool is killing me. So um, there's two different passages that we got to talk about, though, that, that are we would deem as problem passages to go, okay, so if we just stop there, it would just make sense. that Okay, Jesus went to heaven. He was chilling with the Father. He brought the other one with him. But then what happened to all these other Old Testament saints? Like That's kind of a question, too. Well in first Peter 3 which I do want to make sure I state this there is discrepancy on did Peter write second Peter or not there's a lot of debate on that one but there's actually not that much debate on first if Peter, Peter. wrote first Peter sure and so I I mean you you, you can get the minutiae of it but the fact is that if if most people even and I believe it that the Apostle Peter wrote first Peter he was with Jesus so therefore you can trust what he had to say and in this letter of first Peter 3 verses 18 through 22 it says this for Christ also suffered for sins once for all, the righteousness for the unrighteous, that he might bring you to God. He was put to death in the flesh, but made alive, in the, alive by the Spirit, in which he also went and made proclamations to the spirits in prison, who in the past were disobedient, when God patiently waited in the days of Noah while the ark was being prepared. In it, a few, that is eight people, were saved through water. Baptism, which corresponds to this, now saves you, not as the removal of dirt or the body, but the pledge of a good conscience towards God through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels, authorities, and powers subject to him. So there's that one verse in there that talks about the fact of, you know, Jesus suffered four sins once and for all. He was put to death in the flesh, but he said, in which he also went and made proclamations to the spirits in prison who were in the past disobedient. Okay. What the heck does that mean? So I want to read
1: it from, this is the, the direct... You do that. I'm going to blow my nose. This is the direct uh, translation from, like, this is like the interlinear Greek, but they added, like, it's called it's an app I have called Sc- Scripture Direct, where it, it ties in the Greek. So it says, For, uh, for also Christ once suffered on behalf of sins, uh, the righteous one for the unrighteous ones, so that he could bring you uh, to God... Put to, death, then, uh, put to death, then as to his physical body, be made alive as to his spirit, by whom also he, having died, preached to the spirits in prison. And then to those having refused to believe, when at that time the patience of God continued in the days of Noah, while the ark was being built, in which a few, that is eight persons, were saved through water, which also now as representation of baptism saves you, not as removal of the dirt of the body, but of a good conscience as a request to God through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who is at the right hand of God, having gone into heaven, angels and authorities and powers having been subject to him. So you want me to give you my point of view on this?
0: I think so. I mean, we're kind of at that point. I mean, it's kind of that awkward right. transition of like, I don't, there's not really a whole lot more to talk about. The fact of this is what first Peter three says right. so, in which you made proclamations to the spirits in prison.
1: So the problem the problem passage really is nineteen and twenty, right? Yep. That that's really where it gets. And so the way I read it, which may be differently than the way you read it, but the commentary a lot of commentaries and a lot of like even I listen to the podcast by GotQuestions.org on this because they have their own podcast. And Oh, did you really? Yeah, and they okay. they have the same view of this. Yeah, because I knew we were coming up on this conversation. I'm like, oh man, I better listen to some stuff just to refresh my own like, I want to see, hear some different viewpoints, which I also listened to uh, uh, a fundamentalist, uh, our fundamental Baptist podcast and a, and a bunch of other stuff, too. So it's not like I was just listening to one side or the other. But th- th- this is my understanding, and it's along with gotquestions.org's um, understanding is that uh, it's not that he went to hell to preach. It was more talking about that Christ through Noah was preaching to those people in Noah's day, right? So it says like, like, like to reincarnate the, Jesus? Well, not reincarnate. No, because no, his not spirit uh, but made alive to uh, as to his spirit to whom he also he having died preached to the spirits in prison to those having refused to believe when 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 at the time the patience of God continued in the days of Noah. So it's it's referring to the time that God had patience for the people in the days of noah and i guess to me that's the sticking point where i think it's actually referring to uh the people that were in captivity that didn't have salvation back in the days of noah and noah was proclaiming hey come on the ark come on the ark turn from your ways turn to god and and that's where the the preaching to the captives happened right because we look out
0: let's talk about the spirits in prison so but Sure. Would you so so? Would you say so are, that the people are, are the people were in prison? Are the people in
1: the are the people in in the days of Noah? Are they in prison? That didn't. They all died, right? They didn't believe yeah, God, dead. right? So, if Noah was preaching to them, right, would it, would that have fulfilled that scripture right there? So I know it. I'm guessing you pulled this out of the CSB right here. Yep. So I just read it direct from the Greek. Okay. Right? Basically, a direct translation from the Greek, which doesn't have this part right. Uh, uh right here who, who in the, the past, past disobedient yeah it just says who uh who at the time so let me get back to it to those having refused to believe it's one word in the greek so it's it's masculine it's reject belief or disobey that's it's one word and then they've tried to describe that one word the best they can as in to those having refused to believe but it doesn't say in the past.
0: And I do want to say, this is the one thing that I'm getting a little hung up on, too, is the fact of in which. So in the in which, my guess, is reference to the Spirit. Because it talks sure. about um, he was put to death in the flesh, but made alive by the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. Like, the Holy Spirit made him alive. And, and it, uh, it continues on. Uh, I was looking at your notes versus mine, so I'm go back sure. to yours, because I know where I'm looking at for yours. Um, it says, but made alive by the Spirit. In which, in the spirit, in which he also went and made proclamations to the spirits in prison. So, right. was it the idea of the fact of, in through the power of the Holy Spirit, he also went and made proclamations to the spirits in prison, who in the past were disobeying it? So. And I think that, I mean, this is where I think it's a little bit different, because I think there, there are different viewpoints on the passage and where it talks about Jesus spoke through Noah, and it's not talking about his death, that, which is that was St. Augustine's view. Sure. Like St. Augustine, that's the, that, that was one of his primary views. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also other views that people take, like John Calvin and Clement of Alexandria taught mm-hmm. the view that Jesus went down to the realm of the dead, preached to the people from Noah's day, and proclaiming to both God, the righteous and the righteous, that he has won. Like homeboy won. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I've heard.
1: I've heard that. No, 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 I've before. also
0: heard once growing up in in. in um, I wrote it down growing up in elementary, where he That's went right. down and rescued the Old Testament saints that were in prison and brought them up because you can't be with God until Jesus' sacrifice was made. So they were right. kind of in this Abraham's bosom, like for lack of a better word, holding pen. Sure. Because you can't appear before God if Jesus' sacrifice wasn't made yet. Which sure. to which but, but, but for can, us, I I I right? think this is the difference between dispensationalist versus covenant theology, if we get really into the weeds, where the fact of Jesus' sin even though it hasn't happened yet, all their faith was in the righteousness of Jesus. And if we believe that Jesus' sin is in, is imparted to us, not imputed, J- but J- Jesus' sin, uh, Jesus' I'm sorry, Jesus' <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Wait, sacrifice. What? There you go. Jesus' sacrifice was imparted to us because of his death. We right. can stand before a holy God. Sure. We can understand the mystery and 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 understand the the beauty of the gospel. And because of that, we can enter into the into the throne room boldly. Whereas the Old Testament saints had to go through the prophets to get to get Sure, to God, but if you, you look know? at it,
1: right? So was Noah a prophet or not? Yeah. So Noah was a prophet, right? And Jonah, Jonah was a prophet.
0: <laughs> uh-uh. But he never really got it.
1: <laughs> <Ooh>, Scootly doo <laughs>
0: or whatever it said. Watch it. You hey, can spot look it. ark. We're drinking out of the ark cups too. I just realized I, <laughs> I was making fun of Jonah, Wow, not I know. Noah, I know, you know, but but because no, we're, I'm, talk, I'm, we're talking I'm we're talking people listening.
1: We're talking about Noah right now. We're drinking out of the Noah's ark, That's the true. cups. But, That's That's um, true. Now I lost where I was going with that. But anyways, so uh, you know, oh, was being, Noah a, a prophet? Being, being a prophet, right? Could Christ
0: through Noah have been speaking, right? Because we know Christ was at the beginning. Well, but think about it. If, and at the end, but but Jesus is one with the Father. Sure, and a prophet's job was to say, "Thus saith the Lord." Right. that was the and prophet's that, job, and that's what I'm saying, right? right? And so that's where I can say,
1: I think, me personally, that and Peter is talking about how Christ through Noah in the days of Noah had preached to them. And and had proclaimed salvation already, right? Mm-hmm. And they they rejected it. They did not believe. They what's that word again? I can't even they whatever that word. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know how to say it. I don't know Greek. But it's a Greek word. I just
0: have it tattooed on me. Wow.
1: Uh but it means to disobey or to reject, right? Uh and we translate this to those having refused to believe. Um when at the time the patience of God continued in the days of Noah, right? So we're talking about when at the time, which when is its own Greek word, right? So it's not talking about now; it's talking about when, and it only has one meaning of when. Uh, trying to, I can't find. We're getting to the weeds today, people. Yeah, I don't have my big book where it actually tells you how to pronounce the Greek word. To uh, to to it, I think it's tuite or something like that. But for when. At the time. So when has its own. Get Scripture Direct, by the way. It's a free app. And then at the time is one word. The isn't in there where it is, but the patience, right, of God. So uh, to me, that that one word that says when is a pretty important word, right? Because mm-hmm. when, not now, I think it's talking about past tense. He's talking about a, a previous time, and the, that would be the time of Noah, when, when God's patience was still for the people, right? During that, what some say is that 120 years, that period of when, when Noah was building the ark. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And preaching.
0: For, 100, you know, for, for, for 100, a long time. Yeah, like I think it was 120 years. So that's, so, that's kind of my take on this passage. So how about we read the Ephesians 4 passage and then we, we kind of connect the dots with all that.
1: Uh, okay, this is a rough conversation. You, you, you really brought it out today i did you? well
0: it's, it's like but this is where it gets into the weed of the scripture and that's why when we talk about you can't just use words like hell and, and i just want to say like this is wow hopefully we didn't bore you guys too much we're still getting back on the saddle the podcast well not only that months. but this
1: <laughs> is where this is where we're having our this is where we're having our conversation yep. right all
0: right so ephesians 4 yep. tell me when you're ready i'm pulling it up okay so i'm going to start in verse 1 and then we'll just get down to the all verse 9 because verse 9 where it talks about the lower parts of the earth so sure. it says uh, verse four, therefore, I, the prisoner of the Lord, um, which if it's Ephesians talking about Paul, so therefore, I, the prisoner of the Lord urge you to walk worthy of the calling that you have received with all humility and gentleness with patience, bearing one another in love, making ef- every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope at your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and father of all who is above, who's above all through all and in all. Now, grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. For it says, when he ascended on high, he took the captives captive, he gave gifts to people. But what does he ascended mean except that he also descended to the lower parts of the earth? He referred to as Jesus. The one who descended is also the one who ascended. Far above all the heavens to fill all things. And then he gave some to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers to equip the saints to the work of the ministry for the build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and the knowledge of God's Son, growing into maturity with the stature and measurements of Christ's faithfulness. So, that part right there, it's kind of just, it, it's funny how the Apostle Paul kind of just did like a, a quick little like, yeah, right. where it's like, hey, I urge you, you to um to walk worthy of the call because we've all been given gifts. right? Uh, because when Jesus ascended, that's when he gave us his gift. Oh, by the way, he also like, if he ascended, if he, he, had went to up, he had to go down. Right. He had to go somewhere. What is this passage talking about? Because if so, we're talking about descending, is this talking about that same idea with descending into hell? So
1: I know this is a passage that gets used. My opinion is he descended... I, I'm thinking that like the Immaculate Conception of Christ, not of Mary. Don't, don't confuse that the it. Immaculate conception no, is don't, Mary. don't confuse it with Mary. I'm the talking virgin about of, birth. of Christ. Virgin birth. Well, yeah, but he had to be conceived, conceived. first. <laughs> yep. Immac, immaculate Conception of Jesus Christ. Yep. So... Uh, that's what I think it's talking about. And, and, uh, Paul is talking about there that he was sent down to earth. Right. Cause right? Like he
0: was ascended. And so, so he had to go. So
1: yeah. So how could he ascend unless he first descended? That, so that's the thing, right? So we're not talking about, he ascended from hell. No we're talking about, he, he ascended
0: right from the earth when, when he ascended, he was up walking around for 40 days and then he ascended. So even though that patch about the lower parts of the earth, that's sure. not talking about like, hmm? Yeah, Dead. that's just right. the fact of the earth. I that's what
1: I think. That's my personal take on it. So that passage has nothing to do with this conversation. So I don't I know, but I know that passage gets brought up a lot, which is why really? I said Yeah. That, it is Which a, is
0: funny because I didn't even bring that up in my notes until we started talking. You're like, Well, what about Ephesians 4? Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking right, about? Because, Ephesians 4?
1: because there are people that, that bring that up and be like, well, he descended, right? He's descended down to hell. That's what it's talking about. And and so he had to uh, ascended. So another one is when he talks about uh uh, woman, do not touch me, because I have not yet ascended to my Father. Yeah, you know, and they go, well, if he was really with God, if he went to heaven during those three days, how did he not like? He said he hadn't ascended with his Father, right? So that's true. My take on that, okay, is his physical body had not ascended to the Father. Okay. So he that's what he when he said I, my body has I have not yet ascended to the father he's talking about the physical because if we want to
0: get it. this this conversation to get even bigger you know when we talk about when we die the bible says that at the new heaven the new earth we will all be given a resurrected body Right. which that, means right. that when we die do we have a body yet Right You know I mean obviously now there, there is a conversation around is the Lazarus story real or is it just an analogy well, okay. is it just a story I believe that it was real I actually oh, I do, do think too. it's real too the way the way it's it doesn't follow the true line of a parable wait oh you're you talking know? about the parable of Lazarus and the
1: rich man yeah see I think it's more of a parable but oh that's just my opinion of it right
0: I'm just, see, I lean into that's more reality of what they have understood, maybe. how, how it, and it could
1: be, and it could be right. But so, so that's just, the thing with parables is that you really never know. And there's no way to
0: prove it one way. or the <laughs> other. So, so to, to, to start to land the plane a sure. little bit then. So, so with your interpretation of what did Jesus do, if someone said, based on this passage and all that we read is someone said, Hey, so what was Jesus like? What did Jesus do for three days when he died? What would you say to that person? He ascended to the, to heaven
1: and he was with the father. That's what I think. That's what I personally believe. I believe he ascended to be absent with the bodies, to be present with the Lord. And he was with the Lord and celebrating his victory.
0: That's what I think. I'm a little different. All right, let's hear it. All right, so when I read this passage where it talks about the fact of Christ suffered for sins once for all. Sure. The righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring you to God. He was put to death in the flesh, but made alive by the spirit, in which he also went and made proclamations to the spirits in prison, the the Holy Spirit's job. This is where I get a little. This is where let me, let me develop the thought a little bit. Sure. So we know that the Holy Spirit's job is he was sent from Jesus mm-hmm. to minister to the believers, but he was also uh, his his job is to point back to Jesus, right? Uh huh. So that's the whole that's the whole role of the Holy Spirit, right? So the role of the Holy Spirit is to point back to Jesus. Okay. That's the, that's what I believe is the role of the Holy Spirit. It's to illuminate. It's to open people's eyes. It's to um, to do the work of Jesus and continue that work because Jesus even says, "When I, I it's better for me to go." And then when I so go, I a, help, a comforter helper. is going right. to come, right. and he will he will help you remember all things and point you back to me. So I believe that the Holy Spirit was sent through, uh, sent by Jesus to okay. proclaim the good news of Jesus. That's okay. that's the Holy Spirit's role. So if it talks about, but he was made alive by the Spirit, in which he also went and made proclamation to the spirits in prison. In some regards. My question is, is: Is this talking about the Holy Spirit went down? Mm. Did okay. the Holy Spirit go to the to go down and, and, and proclaim to the spirits that's like, yo, we won. What's up? We told you. Yeah, we told you fools.
1: Yeah, that, that's a, all you fools. that's another common view of it, right? That that is a common view.
0: Oh, I don't know. I'm just pre- processing that right
1: now. No, that that's but it is. It's a common view that it was a, a um, Christ, the Holy Spirit went and proclaimed victory. To the, mm-hmm. to those that were in bondage,
0: and then and but if we think about this way too, so if we if if we look at the passage of Lazarus and the the rich man in Abraham's bosom and in in hell, like not just Hades but Gehenna, I'm going to use them separately. So sure, Hades versus hell or Hades versus Gehenna. Um, if if that is true, and that's where they went when they died, it was like the place by which people were waiting for either Jesus or the, the the final judgment seat or whatever, if that's where Jesus descended to, the land of the dead, into Abraham's bosom, he then would be able to look across the great chasm and be like, so homies, I won. Like I told you. Yeah, I, you, you know, know. Is is that I, where it was going on? I, so when it talks about he it. descended to proclaim to the spirits in prison, but, who who were disobedient back in the day? They, they, they was disobeying but, it back but in the day it,
1: but it wasn't no but that's not what the, the Greek says the Greek says proclaim to the spirits in prison who disobeyed when God patiently waited in the days of or, uh, in the days of Noah while the ark was being prepared right so you're taking it as a as a he went at that time and proclaimed it I'm taking it as a no he was already there proclaiming it why would he have to proclaim it again because he already had set his prophet so if his prophets already saying it why is he got to say it again
0: I mean, that's what Abraham literally said, or what well, Lazarus literally said. They said, "You know, I could send Moses, and your brothers ain't going to listen." Well, in the same way that Noah in did. in the parable, yeah, parables, right,
1: right. But you and I view different differently on that, too, right? So,
0: but I will. So, so with it, did Jesus actually go to hell? Did he fight Satan? Did he get the keys to death? And and no. I don't think he did that. So
1: I think I think we've established some some right. Right. I think we we're we're speculating at this point. Yeah, yeah. We're getting to this, this is let, just uh, this is Mark and Fuller's opinion. Don't take it as scripture, and we're not saying thus saith our our. This is the theology you guys need to look by. These are just the what we're taking out of it. Right. The scripture is not clear exactly down to the detail of when it says that where he actually went right right it does not say but all we
0: need to know is he died and went somewhere he died he Went to the realm of the dead. was day. buried and rose again and ascended to heaven which that's which what we, we need do to talk know. about the three days because jewish people believe sure. that the the spirit hovered over the body for a couple days before it died or a few days before it died so when jesus rose again same as last when last rose again it was a statement the fact of in jewish beliefs basically this idea of like someone could die and then like a, it's like for us, modern day medicine, like someone's heart stops or whatever, and, like, <gasps> and they come back. I don't know. It's just a weird Jewish thing, but this was also a statement to say, no, 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 no. I was really dead. Like right. I did wasn't just dead and then like came back after it like oh well your yeah, spirit was dead, so you just yeah. like revived. You I, I, just think revived I, I think you know?
1: I think heard that right. Yeah, it's, it's like a certain day. Like by the third day, they like knew for they a fact knew you for were a dead. fact
0: you were dead. Right. No well, question, and that's you why why were dead.
1: I don't think they questioned whether Lazarus was really in the tomb or not because no. he was in there four days exactly. Homeboy stunk. And so yeah, this <laughs> reminds me of this joke stank, from this, Stank Stunk. This comedian, I forget what was his name, Will something. He it was high school. Uh, I went and saw him, and he goes, "Yeah, can you imagine?" Like commercials back in the in the Bible days, like Lazarus walks out of the grave. And he's like, <laughs> after four days, I could really go for a Snickers bar. Or like, do you stinketh? Try speed stinketh.
0: <laughs> Sorry. That's it funny. Just, whoosh, left dove, turn. dove wipes all the stink away.
1: But uh, what we do know, right, is that Christ died. Yep. Uh, from speculation, we can speculate and pull different verses of where he went. Basically, you know, was he in paradise? What, what he said to the thief? No, on the cross. No,
0: no, 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 no. I, I will say that. So, so I will say the the part of Hades that I am referring to sure. isn't just oh he went down here to suffer in hell because he had to know what right. it was like to suffer but, in hell. No, no, no. He went to paradise with the thief. But the question is just
1: where is the paradise? Right, but paradise is not where the people that disobeyed are at.
0: No, 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 no. no. So that's I, what I am saying.
1: That's what I am saying. Like that's why I have the belief that I have that this was a reference to the past in the days of Noah and not to actually the time when Christ died because Christ went to paradise to be Paul taught to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Yep. So all these things show that hey Christ is with God at that time. Because that's the that's the that's the teaching of the church, right? That's the what Christ himself said to the thief. And to say, no, Christ didn't go to paradise. He went down to Proclaim to the people that were disobedient, right? Would make him a liar at that point. That's true, and so that—that's again, that's just my take on these scriptures. If you combine it all together, that's where I—I I stand. I'm not saying, thus say it the Lord on that, though. So, um, that's just my opinion, but that's what I see, right? That's that's wrestling around with all this stuff. And am, am I like am I going to die on this hill? Probably not. All I know is Christ died, was buried, was rose, and ascended to the Father. That's what I know, and that's what I I'll, – I'll die on that hill.
0: <laughs> right. I mean, I, I'm going back to that passage from GodQuestions.org. We're talking about Abraham's bosom is the fact. Abraham's bosom is obviously a place of peace, rest, and joy. In other words, paradise. Right. So is that where they went? Did they go to paradise, not necessarily heaven, I don't fully know because it. it I, I I struggle with the fact of I think Jesus did go to paradise, but the question is: is was paradise at the throne room of God the Father? In my opinion, I I, I kind of lean towards no, maybe. Well, I don't know because I, he didn't ascend to heaven until his bodily resurrection but happened.
1: Christ, or that Paul didn't teach that your bodily ascension happens because we see in Revelations that that doesn't happen until right before the great white judgment throne seat of God. Right, that the bodies are raised and made new and then they're ascended and then they, we all stand before the great white judgment seat of of God. Right, but Paul still taught to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Now, is the Lord now, from my understanding of the Greek, the Lord is talking about. God, the father, the Lord, mm-hmm. right now it could be mistranslated. You know, who knows? I, I don't know, but that's, that's the teaching that I'm standing on right there is that if I'm not here as a follower of Jesus, I'm with the Lord. And as Jesus being Jesus, mm-hmm. Jesus would probably be with the Lord, right? That's just the way I look at it. And, and I could be wrong. Yeah, I could be wrong.
0: But, but at the same time, I will say in that passage, I'm in, I'm interpreting this passage to say, he was raised by the spirit in which, so I think maybe the spirits went and proclaimed, like maybe the Holy Spirit went and proclaimed to those who were in prison. But but either way, I guess the question is that we have to start laying the plate on is, does this really even matter? Like are, like this whole split hairs of like, yeah, did he go to right. heaven? Did he go well, to paradise? Did the spirit go down? Is, was it Noah? Was it not? A,
1: it's a fun conversation to have. Mm-hmm. But I don't think either one of us are going to be like. No, I'm if not going to die on a hill for this.
0: Right, hundred percent. <laughs> but it's, it's but fun to talk but about I, But I though. think there is. I, I do think we need to die on a hill for this. Is the fact of Jesus died on a hill. You like that one? Ooh, so Jesus died on, like. on. Jesus died on a hill. Sure. in Calvary, Jesus yep. died. Did Jesus died? But he on did not hill. descend to hell. I think no. we need to reiterate and, that hard. And a lot which of people makes me hate that song.
1: Well, so and a lot of because people that's bad also theology. A lot of people also teach that Christ went and suffered for the sin in hell. Have you heard that teaching before? I have before? heard that one. And that is total heresy. Yep. Okay, that's straight up heresy. Now, Jesus was
0: in hell when he was on the cross because he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Like, he felt the separation of God, oh, which yeah, that's of what course, hell is.
1: But at the point where he says it is, it is finished, finished. Nope. that price has been paid. Right. He doesn't go to hell to suffer for nope. eternity. No, that price was paid right nope, there. Nope, it nope. is finished. Didn't go no purgatory to nope. finish this Sorry. finish the burning. That was it. So no, he did not descend to hell. No, he did not go for the punishment and had to spend three days being punished for our sin and experiencing the uh, punishment for eternity. No, the separation from the father as he, that's why he's exactly, he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Because that was a separation right there yep. was what he was experiencing. He took on the, the same, payment atonement. of our sin. Right, exactly right there because it was separation from God, which is the punishment of sin is separation from God.
0: So I do think we need to make sure that as we land the plane, this is the third time I've said it. My apologies. <laughs> there you go, Sabrina. Bingo. Um, you can't, you can't get bingo just for saying the same thing three times. It's only one
1: token. <laughs> Sorry,
0: that's a much joke. That's a much joke. But you know, I I do think we as. Uh, this is where I struggle. I don't want to be one of those guys in the church walk up to the worship pastor and be like, "We shouldn't sing the song." it's crap. But at the same time, you know, I think we need to be very careful of the theology we are teaching. Now, the Apostles' Creed where it talks about he descended to the dead. Like, that's what that's just where I would lean to because it, the word used is he descended Sh- to Hades he, or Sheol or whatever. Or Sheol, he, yeah. he died. Yeah, he, he di- Jesus he died, died
1: and went to the place where dead people go. He
0: like Supa did. We don't. And that's the thing is we don't fully even know what that is. And on this side of eternity, we don't know what that's like. But we know the apostles taught that he was dead. He was dead and that he rose again and that now he's ascended and seated at the right hand of the Father. In,
1: in the words of Charles Dick, Dickens, he was dead as a doornail.
0: <laughs> I must reiterate the fact. <laughs> Did, uh, yeah, I was going to make another joke, but no, I'm just done. So, so what does this mean for everyday life is the fact of, we know that Jesus actually died. It wasn't just Judas. It wasn't a, something weird. It wasn't like a great switch or whatever. He legit died. And then he legitimately rose again. And then he legitimately ascended to the father. And then by which he will come back to judge the living and the dead again. And what's going to happen when we die, we know the fact of, if Jesus said, you'll be with me in paradise. To the thief, we can trust that we will also be with Jesus in paradise.
1: Yes, sir.
0: What does that exactly look like? Well, well, we have some
1: clues, and we'll talk about that in a few Ooh. weeks. Oh, oh, I like that little. Cool. one. You like that setup? Well, anything <laughs>
0: well, else for us to end the show on, dude? Oh no, man, a good place I, think, to end it. I
1: think that's a great place to end it. Uh, I think that uh, we've given you the best of our opinion. Time for fun Talks with February. <laughs>
0: Yes, sir. <laughs> that, bro, we need a new version of that, though. We need to get... Yeah, because Shiloh's Shiloh. not in there. Yeah. We don't have all the followers on it.
1: Oh, and he knows how to say it, too. Five, five, we'll follow
0: up. Well, they were singing it when I walked <laughs> I into the know. house tonight. I'm like, man, this is awesome.
1: I just loved it how you walked in. He's like, Mr. Marky. And he ran over to give you a hug And then I right was like, where's
0: his binky? Where's, yeah. his, where's his pacifier? Yeah, You're been like, it's gone. It's,
1: been gone. Yep. it's funny, because I was wearing uh, one of those shirts that I had of, like the, the outline, the line drawing that Nicole did for us roberts yep. nicole roberts did of you and yeah,
0: i it yeah she got married her name i have to, to remember me off
1: that. man so uh i was wearing that and shiloh comes up he goes
0: look it's mr marky and daddy yeah! <laughs> i was like man homeboy knows it you like that i Home love boy. it all right oh, oh oh before i end in, here's another fun fact did you know that um so Elliot listens to god big story every night yep, when he goes yep, to bed right apparently at his mom's house we came on right after like, nice. like God's book story ended. And then for some reason, real talk Christian podcast popped into his We're bedroom. Real talk Christian podcast. And I, and I, <laughs> he was dad. I listened to you and you and Fuller on, 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 on your <laughs> podcast. I'm like, how he goes, I don't know. I just started playing And I'm like, that's what's up. You're welcome. So, it's just cool. His daddy got to put him to bed. He, You didn't even know about it. And that, that actually <laughs> it brings a little tear to my eye right now to think about that when I was not with him. But all right, dude, all let's right. end this episode with a beautiful fun fact. What you so, got for us? the fun fact of the day is contrary to what you
1: might think, Canada, this is for you, Sabrina, actually eats more macaroni and cheese than any other place. No way. Belgium. No. Eats the most fries and Germany eats the most bread. Boom. That's what it is, but yeah. What you, you, Sabrina? You eat the most mac and cheese. I oh
0: Canada, uh, the home of how? mac and cheese. But how do you guys I, I must know. eat because a lot? But, but think about how many people are that's also a, in Canada, right? But not a lot, right? That's what I'm saying. That's a lot of mac and cheese. You guys must live on mac and cheese. Y'all must have some. I don't know, man, because dairy messes me up. I feel bad for your country. Shoot, yeah. There's some, there's some stopped-up people. But the <laughs> fact that Canada eats mac and cheese, Belgium eats the most fries. Well, that's just weird. And Germany eats the most bread. That makes sense. No, see,
1: I would have thought, thought the French. No, you got no. French toast, French bread, you got all that stuff. French is whining. I would have thought America, America would have had the most fries. Oh, I would have bet America most French fries any day of the week, and probably America the most mac and cheese too, because we're just a bunch
0: of fatty fat fats. Yes, we are. But you know, <laughs> you know what? We also are guilty. You know what we, what we also are? What's that? We're thankful for our podcast we listeners. Are. That was a really <laughs> yeah. bad transition in my podcast. boys. Right? <laughs> As you can tell, we love making fun of ourselves, and we yeah. know you guys enjoy making fun of us, too, especially for all of the times I get poked fun of. I like the Facebook group when I make fun of Crocs, and I know you're a Croc wearer. And I don't wear Crocs. You, yeah, you did. You were no. a Croc guy, weren't you? I've never worn Crocs a day in my I life. I swear you did. I am anti-Crocs. I thought you did. No. Oh, that that was a joke for you, but no. either way. But you like, messed that one The up. holes in the Crocs <laughs> were your DVD leaks. Out. I don't know, man. But either way, we are thankful for each and every one of you guys that listens and engage with the show. Just remember, just like always, hit up the Facebook group. That's where a lot of these conversations continue to happen. If you're looking for a way and just a group of people to walk life alongside of you in a digital format, that is the best place for you to go. Yeah, and your uh, turn, sorry, your turn. sorry, I'm a <laughs> l- little slow here. Yeah, and if you haven't already, go over to the
1: YouTube page and uh, and go ahead and hit that subscribe and that bell notification. Ding. And subscribe to us. We need more of you guys to help us get into the ears of other listeners. Yeah. Or other eyes of other viewers. That's it, true. I mean, you can see our pretty faces each and every week if you, you can see would me like. blow my nose on the YouTube channel. Pick his nose too. Uh, and yeah, I just do that once never in a know. a while. <laughs> but just like
0: always, leave a rating and review to help us grow the show and reach, like what Fuller said, more people with the good news of Jesus. We love you guys. We'll see you next time. But until then, take it easy.